You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I'm your host, Redbird, and with me is my friend, BDLG. Bordy, how you doing tonight, buddy? Yo, dude, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. How about yourself? Uh, good. Yep, doing doing uh, good, uh, you know. Another day, another dollar, so to say. We got a great show for you guys tonight. We actually have, of course, some exclusive Reek Water content to talk about tonight. Uh, there was an event this week uh, that let a lot of, uh, or a few content creators into play. New World, the newest zone, and a lot of new features there. So we're going to talk a lot about that tonight, um, or at least uh, the experiences. Um, and then next week, we're going to break down all the patch notes. I know you guys probably are... Or maybe you maybe are here to hear that about those, and we are definitely going to talk about them. But we're going to talk about them on next week's episode, real quick, guys. Uh, if you haven't already, go check out the Studio Loot YouTube. Me and Bordy have teamed up, and now we're putting videos out almost daily uh, for you guys. And a lot of it's been New World content covering this uh, Reekwater event. So if you have missed that, go over there, hit the sub button, and check out those videos. We're going to continue to work on those, man. And, and me and Bordy are both like. Yo, the fire has been relit, Bordy. Uh, the YouTube fire, anyways. Uh, I'm extremely stoked to be working there. Yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah. So, why don't we uh, get right in there, Bordy? I'll let you take yeah. over from here. Yeah. So, so as we know at this point, Red, you had a chance to participate in the Reekwater event with the other content creators, which was awesome. You represented Studio Loot well during that uh, during that time. So, so in this episode, we just kind of wanted to go over how your experience went and how the overall event went and get your feel on reek water, the zone itself. And then we'll, we'll have a, a few other discussion topics in here to go over. But but uh, because you had the chance to play in this, this is why we're not going over the patch notes or taking like a deep dive into a lot of the the mechanics on this particular episode is because we wanted to talk to talk to Red and ask him about uh, ask him about the event because I, I know I for one have been very interested in how it went. So Red, mm. first off, how how long was this event? Like, how long did the did the creators get to play uh, during this event? So there were there were two um, two subsections. One was meant to be for EU, and the other one was NA. Uh, we the NA group got to play around three hours, uh, and that was um, you know they gave us pre built characters, so we didn't. I mean, we were all level sixty. We all had an inventory full of of gear that we could. Uh, um, build out our character with so you know minimal time was spent uh, just getting everything situated and then yeah they gave us about three hours to play yeah so okay so for those that don't know uh there was a new zone and that's kind of why they brought you guys in was to kind of showcase this new zone called reek water so reek water mm -hmm. is an in-game zone level 58 to level 58 to 60 or, or 65 i mean or 65 mobs in there? yeah there are 65 bosses in that zone so yeah so that's mm -hmm. why you got boosted up that's why you're able to just kind of get boosted up to max level and run through that zone so this mm -hmm. was specifically for that zone so what are your overall thoughts on like the aesthetics of reek water and just how it looked the vibe you got whenever you walked into reek water is it is it a really cool zone or what are we talking about here yeah overall i think new world does uh environment and and art style very very well and reek water was no exception reek water uh, is a like swampy like bayou type area. Um, the uh, the settle settlement uh, there uh, definitely holds true to that. It's it's a really uh, 
cool uh, swampy tree uh, house style uh, place that's uh, you know it's got a lot of uh, really cool character in it the whole zone does and it you know it just uh, they do a great job with just lighting and setting the mood with uh, you know the fog and and you know the the swamp and and of course we're gonna talk a little bit about this later uh, but the uh, settlements a fishing village in the bayou so it's really really cool dude to kind of uh, just see that painted out because there are, I feel like there aren't any other zones like Reekwater, which, you know, some people during the preview event did mention that some of the zones are similar, uh, especially like the Southern zones. And then, you know, um, in the mid tier, uh, mid Southern, uh, those are those two, or there was two or three zones that were pretty similar in style or design, but Reekwater is, is not like that. Uh, it's a really, really unique, cool zone. Yeah. So I, I have been able to see some of the footage from this event, and I will say that a lot of the zones in New World, and I know a lot of people kind of have this same, uh, this same, I guess it's a complaint, I guess, I don't know, because overall, New World such does such an amazing job on aesthetics and the feel of the game that this is kind of a minor thing, but I do feel like some of the areas are almost copy-pasted, like for some of the settlements. Uh, they're just kind of a copy-paste, but Reekwater, watching you play through that, dude, that it looks amazing. It doesn't look like any other zone, like you had mentioned. And the settlement there in Reekwater, what's it called? It's called uh, Reekwater Hamlet, I think yes. is what it's called. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So the settlement there, dude, looks so freaking cool. And the houses there are tree houses, dude. Like, it, bro, they're sick. Like, did you yeah. walk into any of the houses and, and kind of check those out while you were there? I'm sure you did. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I went to the top of the, you know, just the highest building um, that you could buy. The housing and it's it obviously you know they're not going to miss an opportunity to make the highest point of the city a house uh so you could go up to the top of the the fishing village and there's a tree house up there uh that has like a great uh view of the swamp and like the entire zone of reek water dude it, it's really really Yo. well done dude it's really sick and uh you know just the vibe that 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 place puts off is uh really really cool man yeah, I, I watching the video, I absolutely loved it, man. It was really awesome. Uh, I wish I could have experienced it firsthand with you. You are a lucky, lucky fella, man, because I'm sure it was an amazing time. So the other one of the other things I wanted to talk about is kind of the size and the location of the zone. So is Reekwater similar in size to the other zones, or is it bigger or smaller? Yeah, I think relatively the same size. You know, they're all pretty similar uh, in uh, like square footage or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's... Uh, on Reekwater, for those of you who haven't looked at our videos, and, and first off, what are you doing? Go over to Stu uh, Studio Lou YouTube, dudes. Uh, the every the, the zone, all the the you know the cool stuff is over there. So if you want visuals for this, uh, go check out those videos that we put up on the on the channel. But uh, yeah, the uh, Reekwater is located in the southeast uh, area of Aternum. So, uh, you know, and it's really cool. Me and you have talked about this before uh, in one of our other videos is they place that uh, reek water in an area that isn't really like what you would consider like the in-game or the in-game area of the map. Uh, everybody was kind of, and they kind of made um, some, some points about this as during the preview event that everybody thought that it was kind of maybe uh, not so good that all the uh, end game zones were up in the northern part of the map because as people leveled up and, and traveled up there, 
then then they would leave these the newer zones kind of dead and and reek waters actually smack dab in the middle of like the new player zones uh in the southeast part of the map so it's it's it, in my mind it's perfect location for it and uh you know again it is exactly what you'd expect from a new zone it's the exact same size and has you know a lot of content uh, in that zone Nice, man. So that's one of the things I wanted to talk about, too, is just the location of the zone, because I, we have mentioned that a couple times on the podcast where we're a little bit concerned that all of the in-game content is to the north. So that makes all of the southern part of the of the map irrelevant. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's how it was in the preview event for sure. But now with Reekwater down there in the southeastern parts, it seems like that's going to shake things up a little bit. So I'm pretty excited that they decided to make that happen. And it makes it makes you wonder, like, do you, what do you think is going to happen with any new zone that they add? Do you think they're going to continue to put them uh because we talked about this before too how it would be nice to have kind of the end game zones almost in a circle around the entire map or or, or something similar so that it gives you a reason to to kind of explore the rest of the map what, what are your thoughts on where where do you think they're going to continue to put zones yeah i hope that they continue to spread them out um you know they do already i think they do a pretty good job at making sure like the resources like important resources are are abundant and only like one or two areas on the map that makes people have to like oh well if i'm a you know blacksmith or if i'm you know um um if i work in um you know leather working or if i work in woodworking or whatever i have to go to a particular zone to get the end game uh stuff or at least you know i have to if i'm gonna be efficient or the most efficient i can be with gathering the stuff that i need to to craft high level stuff i need to go into the lower area zones as well and I, I think that I hope they continue to do that. Um, and 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 to that point, a little bit, you know, Reekwater is supposed to be an in-game fishing zone, which is interesting because they've never really mentioned in-game zones for crafting and gathering yet. Uh, so I thought that was, uh, you know, pretty interesting that they placed that there, and and hopefully they'll do more stuff like that as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. I hope so too. So, so speaking of that, we did talk about that a little bit in our in our video that we posted over on the Studio Loot YouTube channel as well. And for those of you that don't know this this particular podcast, it is it is in video form on the Studio Loot YouTube channel, but it is also available where all podcasts are found. So that's kind of the difference. Uh, we we also post a little bit of extra content over on the YouTube channel. So if you're interested in that, go check that out. But but it, it, you make an interesting point there. Like uh, having very specific zones for very specific uh, in-game resources, not just resources, but in-game resources to make those zones a lot more valuable for people to go try to to take or fight for. And I hope that they lean into that a lot more as well. Yeah, for sure. So uh, what about points of interest in Reekwater? Right? Are there, is there, you said there was a ton of content in the in the uh, zone. Did you come across any like really cool points of interest or maybe uh, some some uh, open world dungeons or or big boss mobs or anything of the sort? Yeah, I mean, there's ton- obviously some open world bosses in there. There was an open world dungeon that kind of scales up into the trees. Uh, you know, into these like pipe wrecked pirate ships. It's a really cool, like it's like a pirate ship graveyard type of thing, and and it kind of scales up and up and up. Um, and it's really really cool. Um, we're we're gonna man, we keep man, we're we're plugging this pretty hard. People are gonna get annoyed with us, but we're making a video about that zone uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, so if um, I can't remember the name right now for some reason I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, uh, it's in the smack dab in the middle of the zone. Uh, they have uh, um our friend of the podcast 
Mr. Sir even Medieval thought that he found a new arena there. He was able to kind of sneak in to the back door of this uh, new place that, we, that thought to be uh, you know a new uh, arena. So it's kind of like the Spriggan Arena, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, you would think that the, most in-game zones are going to have something like that as well. Uh, so yeah, man, lots of cool stuff there. Uh, obviously, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but it is considered to be an in-game zone for fishing, which is pretty cool, dude. And I, like I said, hope that they further, uh, f- like, explore that because, you know, it would be cool to have, like, some, like, even the Shattered Mountains towards the north part of the map, having that, like, this, like, uh, extremely important um, mining zone because that's the, the only place you can get a rare rock that, you know, that you need in all in-game crafting. Stuff like that's really cool, man. And it, and it causes points of interest, right? Uh, if you're like into PvP and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I think the issue, like the northern part of the map, there was like a, a more rare mining up there whenever during the preview event. But the problem with that part of the map is that there's not any settlements up there. At least there wasn't during the preview event. So it's not like you could go take over that area, right? So with Reekwater, it's a little bit different because there's a settlement there yeah. and it's and it's for in-game fishing. So it just seems it, it just seems like you would be more enticed to go try to fight for that for that settlement, you know. So what about new new any new mobs, man? Were did you did you find any new mobs? I seen in a couple of videos uh some huge like boss mob walking around, like some big pirate mob that I think Sir Medieval fought. And then I think uh I seen Force I seen Force <laughs> Force try to fight it. Yeah, and he kind of freaked out a little bit and, and and ran away, I think. But I think Sir Medieval killed it in his video, which did was he dope. really? I'll take yeah, I think that. so. Yeah. So stuff stuff like that is is uh is awesome. I would love to see them add more open world encounters like that but that that mob was enormous he was huge and looked uh pretty challenging so yeah. did you see that one did, yeah. did you see that I, one in i didn't the run preview? into that mob no i was kind of uh i didn't i think it was in, i i went through that zone but i didn't someone must have killed it before i got through there because i didn't run into him oh you uh, ran from it that's what you're telling me well you, uh you, get scared and you ran. know listen man uh i would admit to uh fleeting vic- i thought you, you know, I mean, I thought you would represent us well, dude, not tank, dude. Yeah. Why are you scared of the mob, man? Listen, man. Uh, so the, so it's interesting to me because that, that uh, a lot of the bosses or the world bosses kind of in the preview event were seemed to be like placeholders. There was that one mob. It was like the preacher. Do you remember that in the church? In, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, Brightwood. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, it basically it, it, it that boss was seen like in multiple different places on the map um and just with different names but it was cool to see them actually flesh out a world boss like that that has like an, its own mechanics its own abilities its own appearance it has a gigantic cannon on its back it's pretty cool dude uh i would love to see more stuff like that from the new world team is uh, like unique world bosses that you know are challenging like literally uh, you can't defeat with, you know, you can't solo. You have to use a group to kill. That would be cool. Yeah, the mechanics on that thing looked pretty cool, dude. And then I, there was the, uh, the uh, oh, what are they called? The, the the tentacle thing, not tentacle things, but what do they yeah. call the things that come out of the ground? I forget what those things are called, man. The, uh, creeper. Are they creepers? Is that what they're called? Something like that. The yeah, big. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. They, they're coming out of the ground. They're yeah. very similar to uh, the uh, the um, corrupted breach uh, mob, the main mob that that comes out of the ground, and but they're plants and they have like poison attacks and and spore attacks. It's pretty. They're pretty sick. And and you know the zone is heavily uh, you know heavily in or um, 
not, I guess the infested is a good word for this with uh, angry earth mobs and ancient mobs. Uh, those are pretty uh, prominent. Also, uh, a lot of pirates with new pirate mobs as well. So, um, you know, yeah, there was a lot of cool, like even just like elite mobs in the, in that uh, area that I was talking to you about just now. Uh, the, the open world dungeon that that are unique that that um, we've never seen before. And one of the other things that uh, was really cool about the pirate mobs is they have these like totem type things where. Um, they applied an area of effect around that gave a debuff. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool, man. Just those, those little touches, uh, in the new zone that kind of, you know, make, make the zone feel more alive and, and more challenging too. Yeah, absolutely, man. I've seen those totem things that give the debuff. Those are those are pretty cool. I like that, man. I like the diversity that they're adding with the mobs. So they, these uh, these are actually in the patch notes too. And as we said before, we will make sure we go through a deep dive of the patch notes in the future. But this episode was just kind of intended to get Red's overview and input about how the event actually went and his overall feel of of how the gameplay was. So one other thing is is kind of uh, the way the way the game actually felt in terms of uh, combat, man. I know we just kind of recently talked about this too but but we want to do this in podcast form as well so how how was the uh how was the combat man did it feel smooth did it feel spammy how did that go man yeah overall i think it's a pretty pretty decent size uh, improvement you know i think a lot of people are worried about like you know it becoming other games or other mmos and, and become more spammy like with abilities and everything like that and less focused on uh, like uh, tactile movement and and light attacks and heavy attacks uh, but that's not the case. The game, uh, you know, is still designed around that core, which is, you know, like the Dark Souls type feel uh, of, you know, having to make sure you defend and attack and dodge and all those things. So those are still very prominent parts of the game and the combat. Uh, but the the global cooldown system is um, gone, which is really, really good. We, Me and you have mentioned several episodes uh, before this one about how that needed to be changed and how that kind of like, you know made combat feel not very smooth. It was just always kind of seemed like you're waiting on a cooldown or if you accidentally use like your, you know, your life staff ability and then you swap to your sword and board when someone gets close and, and you have like, you know, your your shield bash on cooldown just because you use that healing ability. It felt kind of bad, man. It just didn't feel like it flowed very well. And the changes that they made, in my mind, um, greatly uh, improved combat. Yeah, so since you had a chance to play this thing, uh, one of the big questions or one of the big comments people are saying now is that is that they're wanting to see them even further reduce the amount of weapons you get from three to two. Which, since you have actually had firsthand experience with the combat system now, yeah. what is your what's your thoughts there, man? Do you think that reducing it to two weapons would feel better? Uh, and do you think three is too many? Yeah, I'm, I've always been. Me and you, I think both share this uh, opinion. Uh, that we've always been in that camp that to reduce the global cooldowns and then remove it to two weapons just because three does seem like, you know, again, a lot to, to flop back and forth between, uh, you, you know, when you're the way that they've got designed it now and, and last uh, month's path, you know, say they told us that they basically changed the way focus worked, And now, uh, each pri or like each of the rules, um, or different types of weapons scale off of all the different statistics. So it just makes sense to me because of the limitation that they currently have in the game, which doesn't mean they're not going to add a ton more weapons before launch. But right now, with the, with the uh, current amount of weapons, it just feels better with two weapons. Uh, so you're not really having to be, I guess, like forcing in everything. Like to me, like there's not really a reason to run a musket and a bow, right? 
And that seems yeah. like if you're on a dex build, like if you're trying to be like more optimal, I guess that would be something you'd want to do. Um, and then and same with the strength build, you know, you have your sword and board and your hatchet, but then like, you know, what is going to be your next, what is your back bar? Those choices become like, I, I guess you could use those as utility, but how good are those heals going to be? If you choose a life staff, how good are, are the, you know, your fire staff ability is going to do if you choose the fire staff, if you don't have any intellect and maybe they do want to kind of challenge people to build more hybrid builds. Right. But, but for now, I think because of the weapon selection that they currently have, I would like to I think two weapons would work better. It doesn't mean if they don't add a ton of more weapons that three might work better. Uh, but, you know, maybe like a, a short range, long range and a melee weapon, like, you yeah. know, something like that might work. If they choose to go down that path, they add a bunch more weapons. I know the pistol would be maybe a dexterity weapon. So then you would have like the the spear is a melee weapon and pistol is a short range weapon. And then your musket or bow is a long range weapon. Things like that could work, but they have to add more weapons at, at this point. So if they, if they plan to launch with this amount of weapons, which I, I really don't think that they do, then yeah, I think two weapons would feel a little bit better. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that now, even with the changes to the cooldowns, I didn't know how that would feel actually uh, playing them. I've always been in that camp too, that I think that just removing the, removing the global cooldown and dropping it down to two weapons would be, would be really good. I think for this, for, for just for the play yeah. style that this game has, but, but it's interesting that now that you've had uh, experience with it firsthand with the new cooldowns that you're still, that you still feel that way. So we'll see. I, and I think I, I do believe that if they add more weapons that could change as well. So I agree with you there too but we'll just have to wait and see i guess <laughs> so so the last thing that uh that i kind of wanted to ask you i know this is kind of a, a probably a little bit of a shorter episode but again this is just a, a brief overview of Reekwater. we are most definitely going to do deep dives into every aspect of this as time goes on but uh, fishing red fishing dude Yo, they added fishing. fishing to the game for for those of you that don't know fishing is now a thing in new world so how'd you like it dude dude people are gonna call me a fanboy and you know what i am a fanboy so you can call me one away but dude fishing's amazing it's a it's a great addition to new world and, and the gathering gathering in new world so well done me and you talk about this all the time it just feels good when you're mining it feels good when you're chopping trees and fishing is no difference dude it's definitely and and this isn't even like a, a leap uh this is this is the best fishing that I, i've ever played in an mmo um it just feels good the mini games there's several mini games involved with fishing and they all feel very like uh purposeful and smooth and it's it's a great experience man fishing's a ton of fun dude i might be a fisherman you know i was gonna be i was gonna do uh arcana and all that stuff but dude i mean I'm, i may be a fisher boy now you know what i'm saying i might be out there catching the the salmon and the trout and all the fun fish stuff you know it looked like a lot of fun. It was very action based and uh, looked like a ton of fun, man. I, I'm I'm excited to get in there and try all this stuff out too. It looks dope. So, you have anything else you want to add? Like anything else cool that happened during during your experience, or or anything else you want to add before we kind of move on? I want to leave. I want to leave a little bit to be desired, dude. We got plenty plenty of episodes coming up, now, uh, you know, um, in the future, and and. Uh, uh, I don't. I, overall, I just want to say thank you to the New World team for letting me uh, experience that. It was a ton of fun. Greg, uh, you're the man. Uh, very. Uh, the whole team actually is very um, hospitable and very kind during the play the preview event. And I got a chance to play with a few uh, members of the team. They one uh, David helped me out with a quest and stuff like that. So it was really cool, man. It's a real experience. I'm very thankful for it. So thank you for the new world team from the studio loop family, from new world fans, from, from new world to go. 
Uh, we appreciate uh, at least one of us having the opportunity to do that. And uh, yeah, dude, I, I, overall, uh, I just it's awesome, man. Uh, me and you continue to talk about the game needs mid to end game content. And that's what Reekwater is, man. And, and really, like, I, I, if they continue to add content like that uh, up until the launch, dude, I think we're good to go, man. I think we have, uh, there'll be enough there, right? Um, to yeah, get, to get it going. seems so. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Watching that, watching that, uh, that content and looking at the footage and seeing the new patch notes and all that and all, we have so much stuff to discuss and talk about moving forward. And it's incredibly exciting, dude. I think that the game is moving in an excellent direction. And I, man, I cannot wait until May, dude. It's going to be so good. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I feel it. Yes, 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 for sure. All right, man. Well, that about does it. Uh, unless you have more stuff to say or ask, um, we we just have the the company of the week, man. Oh, yeah. yeah dude. All right. Well, we don't want to take that away from them. Uh, today's company of the week is the Hounds. So you take it away, yes. you. All right, man. The Hounds. They are a syndicate guild. Oh, shout out syndicate, dude. Let's yeah. go. Their focus is PVX, size 51 plus. They are currently recruiting. They are a, a little bit more of a hardcore guild. The Hounds says where playing hard is winning hard, dude. I like that. They're one of the largest guilds uh, in New World OCE. Is that Oceanic? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. All right. The Hounds are multi-level gaming community, 12 years in the making. So if you want to be a part of like a really established community, man, there you go. 12 years. Yo, Says they have a proven track record, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, do what? Multi-game? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, nice. yep, multi-game like uh, community. Yeah, they have a proven track record across MMORPGs. They even play uh, FPSs, survival games, um, and other types of games. And they focus on teamwork, organization, and uh, diverse skill sets. And most importantly, fun, they say. So hey. regardless, uh, yeah, man, exactly. Regardless if you're expanding, uh, hold on, wait. Sorry. Regardless, if you're expanding our kill count on the open field or exploring the realm for new treasures, we believe it takes a knowledgeable and diverse team of PvP and PvEers alike. So they are a growing core of Australian players supported with a merit-driven individuals around the globe. And they say you can join a community of 500-plus members who seek to combine their strengths to create a more enjoyable gaming experience. So there you go, man. I will link that in all of the descriptions below. The company name there is The Hounds. Yes, sir. And we thank you, uh, every one of you who uh, go over to New World Fans and sign up for to promote your, to promote your country. And sign up for the count over there. Country. country. Did I say country? Country. Yeah, dude, you're company. Tired, man, man oh, I was whoa. doing so well too, dude. You, you messed me up, bro. You, <laughs> you never messed up. You know what I mean? You're you never messed up, it, and you man. messed up tonight, dude. And yeah. I thought, dude, we're gonna have one show out of fifty that I don't mess up, and you do. And I was gonna hang it over your, <laughs> I was gonna hang it over your head, and then, you know, I did that. Nope. So, no, nope, not yeah. today. All right, maybe in the next fifty, right? Uh, so yeah, uh, thank you guys for promoting your company over at New World Fans. We really, really appreciate it. We're extremely excited about the future of New World. Uh, Reek Water is just, dude, a massive encouragement for anybody. If you're a New World fan and you saw the Reek Water stuff and and saw the event and all the content that came out of that, uh, I can't. I don't know how you're not hyped about that, dude. It was really exciting to see uh, them add an entire zone along with an entire. Uh, you know, an entire um, profession. That's pretty big stuff, dude. And and I hopefully, and that's only, it's been what? Exactly a month since they gave us the other patch notes with combat and everything like that. So 
uh, man, uh, it's going to be a monthly thing. And that's also really exciting for uh, us as content creators. So, uh, yeah, guys, thank you for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Um, Bordy, why don't you tell people where they can find you on the Internet? Yeah, absolutely, man. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash BDLG. Twitter is at the BDLG. And now we have combined forces on the YouTube, as we've mentioned uh, 50 times during this episode, probably. But now you can find me creating content on the Studio Loot YouTube channel, and that will be linked in all of the podcast descriptions as well. And I'm Redbird with a Y. You can find me over on Twitch uh, under that name uh, on Twitter. I'm I am Redbird, but first and foremost... Follow the Studio Loot Twitter account. That's where we tweet out our videos. That's where we tweet out um, everything involving like new articles that we put up on New World Fans, uh, new podcast episodes. All those things go up on the Studio Loot Twitter account. So follow that uh, as well. All right, Bordy. Well, it's been great, dude. It's been great fun. Again, thank you for the New World team for letting us participate in that event. And uh, we will see you on another episode of New World to Go. Go.